All right, you guys. It is Monday. So you know that means it is a Money Monday. It is Yarsel, the Multipreneur. And I am live on TikTok. How y'all doing up there? Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, Spotify. Hey, everybody. It is good, good to be back with you guys. I hope you all had a wonderful weekend. I did. We get started at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. And 6K to our friends in the UK who are getting off of work and all that good stuff. How y'all doing? Hi to everybody that's jumping on TikTok. It's Money Monday. Today's topic is is eight life insurance misconceptions. And we're going to talk about it today. And it was hard to pick eight, but you know, you know how it goes. We can't be on here all day. If this is your first time watching here, we talk money, but we like to talk money God's way. All right. So share this video with your friends, share it with your friends, your family, save it back for your children. And if you happen to be catching the replay, thank you for watching. So it's 1 p.m. I have 1 p.m. my time. Do you have 1 p.m.? We should go ahead and get this party started. It's Yaracel, the multipreneur. And today is Monday. So you know that means it is a Money Monday. We are live everywhere. We are live on Facebook. We're live on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube. We are live on TikTok and Spotify. It's good to see you all. And I am um, grateful that you're back. You're joining me today. Today, we're going to talk about eight life insurance misconceptions and um, and I'll also, if you have a misconception that we don't say, I want you to write it in the chat below. I'll be able to see it across the screen. Also, if you're on, um, on Instagram, I don't know if you'll be able to, you should be able to see the words now, but those of you who are, are listening on Spotify, or you're not able to watch the video, what you can do is just come back and look at the replay. Replays are always on Facebook, um, and always on YouTube. All right, so how do we get this show on the road? We started off with a scripture. Today's scripture I have for you guys is 1 Timothy 6.10. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pangs. So let me just tell y'all, you know, you don't need to be, you know, learn to be content, strive to live your very best life. I definitely tell everybody, always dig deep to find out what your gifts are because your gifts will always make room for you. Not only will your gifts always make room for you, but you um, have everything inside of you to live a very free, financially free life, a debt-free life. And that's what we want you to have is a life that's um, full of financial freedom. And so I just want you to keep in mind to just stay grounded when it comes to money. All right. So let's talk about eight life insurance misconceptions. This is such a big deal. It's so important that we talk about life insurance. I'm never going to stop talking to you guys about life insurance. Why? Because it is really important. Too many times people are relying on um, GoFundMe accounts and stuff like that to secure their family's uh, future. You don't know what's going to happen. A lot of times as well, people are, they've had children with people that they're no longer in a relationship with. 
And um, because they're no longer in a relationship with this person, they're not even thinking about what would happen to your life uh, in the event that you lost that person. You know, what would happen to your life in the event that that person uh, wasn't there? So we know that 50% of people are not even carrying any type of life insurance. And so today I want to hit on eight, and this was hard to do eight, eight misconceptions that people may have about life insurance, myths, things that you might believe because I don't know, maybe you were told this, maybe this is how your family grew up, whatever the case is, we're going to hit on those misconceptions today. And if I happen to, if you know one and I don't say it, just let us know what it is. But the first misconception about life insurance is number one, the coverage at work is sufficient. So many people really believe that the coverage that they have at work is all they need. What I ask people all of the time when I meet with them, well, how much insurance do you have at work? And eight times out of 10, they can't tell me the amount. Not only are they not able to tell me the amount, some people don't even know really uh, if they even have life insurance at work. Typically, your policy at work is really cheap. You may see like two, three, five dollars coming out of your paycheck every pay period, something to that effect. These are called group policies. They are always available to clients at a very affordable rate because 75% of the people at the job have to participate so that the company will get a group rate. My agency, we also set people up on group life insurance as well. So I'm really familiar with how this works. Now, the thing about the um, coverage at work, it's a wonderful benefit, you know, that you can have as an employee of a company. But what happens is if you retire or leave that job, there is a possibility almost 100% of the time, almost 100% of the time, you don't get to take it with you. We call that it's not portable, so it can't go with you. So that's something that you have to think about. And there are some companies that have a option that will allow you to have some type of convertible option. So they have a special life insurance policy that you can take with you. And that is wonderful. However, it is really important that you understand that you have to get the specifics about your job. Okay. Good uh, afternoon, Veranda, watching us from South Carolina. So let me just tell you how important this is. So today, after Money Mondays, contact your HR department, ask them, how much is my life insurance? If I leave this job, if I retire from this job, can I take it with you? This is very important. And especially if some of you have been divorced, um, and you, your spouse was on the life insurance, you want to make sure that you take into consideration that they may have been removed from that and you don't have that uh, coverage for them anymore. The second misconception that people have about life insurance is I don't need any coverage. I'm single. I don't have any kids. I don't need that. And so I hear this a lot. That is simply not true. First and foremost, something that's really important for you to know and understand is that number one, life insurance is for the people that you're going to leave behind. It is not 
fair to make your friends and your family have to pay for your service. Um, if you, even if you don't have any children, somebody has to do something with you at the end of that. You know, the other thing is you don't know to tomorrow you could meet the love of your life. What happens if you get married later and then you're uninsurable, you can get um, diagnosed with something that can cause you to not have any insurance. You never know what's going to happen. You could be, it, it's so, uh, it's, it's better to go ahead and, and plan for now because you don't know like where that's going to take you. So just because you don't have any kids and you're single today, it doesn't mean that you need to um, not get it. And like I said, think about it. It's not okay for your family to be having a GoFundMe for you because you didn't take the responsibility to get the policy when you have the opportunity to get it. Number three, this is a huge misconception that I hear all the time that I should always buy term life insurance and then invest the difference. So what I'll say is the difference between term life insurance and whole life insurance is that term life insurance is only insurance for a specific period of time. Whole life insurance lasts for forever. Basically you pay the same amount each month unless you have a paid up policy, like a 20 pay life policy where you pay on it for 20 years and then it's paid up for forever. You also have that option as well. However, um, when it comes down to term, term is really, really good. Term is a really, really good option when you have young children and, or when you're younger, everybody thinks they're going to make so much money later. Everybody has this belief. You don't know what can happen. So you don't want to let that be the end all be all plan for your life. Okay. The other thing too, it is true. Life insurance should not be looked at as an investment vehicle. A lot of uh, agents sell that to people and it's a little bit misleading because you are not going to have the type of return um, on a uh, life insurance policy that you're going to have on an investment vehicle. You understand what I'm saying? So if I have a Roth IRA, with my Roth IRA, I'm not going to have a, this. it's, it's not the same, okay? So I just want everybody to have a clear understanding about that. A life insurance policy is not like an investment tool. Like it's not like a retirement plan. It is definitely for in if, if something happens. But for some people, the um, term is not always for everyone. And I just want you to clearly know that. So what you have to do is sit down and come up with the best plan for your particular life, okay? Don't just life insurance is not cookie cutter. And that's something that people sell to people all the time. I don't I don't know why people continue to do that, but they do. Um, the next thing that is a misconception is I'm better off investing my money than buying any kind of life insurance at all. And this is another misconception. You don't know how the market return will be when it comes to investments. So if you go and place your money into, let's say, some type of stock, of course, you can get a wonderful return from said stock. However, that money, it may take a while to build up that money. The market could go down. 
you could have a car accident. Like life insurance is something that you have for just in case. It is for protection. It is that type of um, of product. It is a it's it's for risk. You know, risk protection. That's how you have to look at it. For have your separate money for investing, but don't neglect having life insurance, especially if you have somebody who depends on you. Another misconception of life insurance is that it's super expensive and you can't afford it. 50% of people actually believe this and they haven't even checked out the prices. And so I will tell you that you have to go and find out. Of course, life insurance is cheaper when you're younger. We all know that. But it's not as expensive as you think. And um, I know some of you saw my TikTok video that I did when I talked about how people will go and blow off a little over $20 a day, not realizing that that is equivalent to like $10,000 in a year. And so if you look at how you might go out to lunch, um, at, at work, even if you went out with the, to the, honestly, to the bar with some friends and got a couple of cocktails, a lot of times doing that twice a month could cover a policy, believe it or not. So there's no excuse anymore when it comes to being able to afford having the protection that you really need to have, right? The next misconception is that I don't make enough money to even need life insurance. And that is not true. So you may say, look, I don't even make that much money. That's the bottom line. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Uh, uh, you know, most people are not going to have their same salary for the rest of their life. Um, and let's say you are not, let's say you live in a place, um, you know, in the area that my office is, some of the people who work, say, uh, paraprofessionals in a school district, they're making like 20000 a year. It's not a lot of money. But, um, in the event that if something were to happen to them, and especially so they had somebody who depends on them or your income will be lost, or if your income is lost, the people who depend on you, it doesn't matter that you were only making 20,000 now or whatever the case is. It doesn't matter. There's still a need for it later if something were to happen to you, okay? Some people also feel that their health makes them uninsurable. There are some health concerns that are going to cause you to not be eligible. And that is true, like cancer or something like that. But what I'm trying to tell you is that don't think that your health is the reason that you can't get any life insurance. You can get life insurance. You A lot of times you'd be surprised um, that is won't be as bad, or even though you may have had some minor health concerns, they won't even consider that something to be rated. What that means is sometimes if you have health concerns, the insurance agency is going to take that premium, the payment that you have, and they might make you pay a little more because you're more at risk of dying faster. However, there are a lot of times where people, I've seen people who have certain medical conditions and they don't even give them the rating even though they may have particular medical concerns or medical issues and even medical issues that are written in their medical reports. So don't think that you it's over for you and everything like that. Another misconception about life insurance is that kids don't need life insurance. I do not understand why people say that. 
I'm a mom. I have three sons. If something were to happen to one of my children, number one, there needs to be funds to definitely bury the child. That's for sure. But number two, I ain't going back to work. You're not going to see me doing Money Mondays on Mondays if something happens to one of my children. I don't know how I would grieve as a mother losing my child. So don't think that children don't need life insurance. Also, if you put your, if you um, purchase permanent insurance for your children, you can give that insurance to those kids and they can become the owners of those policies. Once they get older, they're more mature and they can handle that. You understand? You can give that to them because how many of you, I'm in my forties. So can you imagine how it would be if, Paying for life insurance, if I never had it, trying to get it when you're in your 40s and your 50s and your 60s versus when the child is young and their payments are like $10, $20 a month, passing that, it's not a, a hard, it's not as a, a bad bill for your kids. It's like, um, I've, I've checked on life insurance for a lady today. If she gets it, it's going to cost her $150 a month. And she's like, I sure wish I would have gotten this earlier. So, you know, kids, they do need the coverage. Number one, caskets come in all sizes. Anything can happen to any person. You don't know what tomorrow will bring. And that's just keeping it real. But also, too, as a parent, um, as a, a, a parent figure, grandparent, whatever, you don't know how you'll grieve if you had to lose your child. So that would cover more than just a burial. You know, you have to take into consideration how it would affect your whole entire family. This is a huge, this last one that I'm going to give you. And listen, if I mention a misconception and I didn't say it, go ahead and type it in the chat for other people to see it when they come and watch the replay or maybe they're watching now live. But this is a huge misconception that I hear people say, well, I'm a stay-at-home mom. I don't need any life insurance. My, my, my husband is the breadwinner. I'm a stay-at-home dad. My wife is the breadwinner. I don't need any life insurance. And let me tell you something. There are things that you're not taking into consideration if something were to happen to you and that other spouse did not have you there. Now we're talking daycare. Now we're talking somebody to, to take care of those kids that were staying at home. Now we're talking about the grieving of the person left behind, all of those things. So it's really important for you to understand that just because you're a stay-at-home mom, just because you're a stay-at-home dad, it doesn't mean that you do not need any life insurance at all. So I just want to charge every person to take the responsibility of getting properly insured. Don't just jump in and grab anything just because somebody sold you a dream or whatever the case is. Um, sit down with somebody, take a look at mortgage debt, take a look at what it would look like to replace income, take a look at what it would look like to fund college for kids, take a look at any other debt that's gonna actually stay behind, not the debt that dies with a person when they die. Talk about the debt that stays behind. Talk about the financial burden that the people who love you will be left with at the end of if you were to pass away or if somebody you know that would pass away. Take, about, take into consideration the fact that you don't want to have to go GoFundMe to 
pay for the funeral or something of that case. Um, take into consideration all of those things. Take into consideration that the only life insurance that you may have is at work and you may not be in that job or you do plan to retire from that job at one particular day. Take into consideration, too, that people are living longer now. They're not, you know, life expectancy has really changed in these last past few years. If you look at the st statistics, people are living longer. And so you want to make sure that you are taking into consideration all of these things. Also take into consideration if you're not married and you do have children, what happens if you don't have that other parent? How are you? Because I, I people ask me this all the time. Can I get uh, life insurance on the mother or father of my child? Yes, you can because you have insurable interest. And even though you got married, you can get policies. So take into consideration all of those things. It's a big deal. It's really important. And it's just something that I'm not going to stop talking about only because every single day that I'm working in my agency, I see what happens when people do not have life insurance. And I see what happens when people do not have enough life insurance. I see it. And it's just not a good look. And it's just not good for everybody that's left behind. Okay, so if there's a misconception that you know of, and we didn't talk about today, place it in the chat. We'll talk about it. Um, and also, too, I hope if you have any questions and you guys want to, um, if you want to talk to me or if you have any questions, I'm going to um, leave inside of the chat. I'm going to uh, leave my email address. Send me an email if you want to have me to review a policy that you currently have right now and you say okay yard sale take a look at this policy that i have right now let me know what it says i'm not sure if i really understand it so those of you who are on youtube or facebook you can go back and watch the replay and you can get the email address it's yarsl.colbert2 at harsman.com um feel free to go and you know, email me, you can email me the policy, I'll go and review it for you. That way you can have an opportunity to have um, an expert to look in that policy. So many of you also, by the way, and I have to say this before we get off here, so many of you have policies at the bank. You know how you got the little flyer and you went to the bank and like, you know, from the bank and you just checked it and it's really, really cheap. Go back and look at that policy because there is a strong possibility that that policy is an accident-only policy, meaning it is only going to pay out if you die in an accident. I cannot tell you how many times I see this happening, y'all. I'm trying to tell you what I know. Every single day, I'm trying to tell you what I know, okay? They'll go, Yarsel, read this policy for me. I read it, and it is an accident-only policy. That is not going to do anything for you if the Lord decides that you're coming home tomorrow and he just takes you home for natural causes or a heart attack or you get sick, you catch COVID, whatever the case is. This is really important. I know that you, and don't put it off. I, I tell people this all the time, don't put it off. 
Go back and take a look at what you have. It is so important. You do not know what tomorrow is going to bring. Don't put your family in that type of situation. Don't do that. It's not right. It's not fair. And honestly, y'all, it's selfish. We're family. I can tell you this. We're family. It's a selfish thing to do because it's not about you today. It's about who you leave behind. And you can definitely do it in a very affordable way. All right. So listen, I love you. I know life insurance is a hard thing to talk about y'all because no, no one is liking to think about it in that kind of a way. So I know it's not easy to talk about it, but we have to have the conversation because it's, it's hurting us too much. Every time you turn around, it's kids are left behind without their parents. Now somebody's taking care of these kids and they're struggling to have to take care of these kids. And we're struggling to scrape up money for, you know, the life insurance policy. And we're having to say stuff like, hey, such and such, I got you. If you need me, I'm going to help you instead of having legacy things put in place. I want to share this one, two stories with you before I go today. Um, I have this um, one lady. Every time I see her, she works at Newton High School. She talks about all the time, you, you writing any life insurance YRSL, you telling people about life insurance YRSL. So she, her husband and her were gonna get a policy, not with me though, just with another company. And this was back when you filled out the paper application. You know, we do a lot of stuff electronic today. They never filled out the paper application. They had it in the house. They had already met with the guy and they were gonna go ahead and get this policy. He died. And they just didn't sign the policy and turn it in because they were procrastinating. And so every time I see her, you know, my heart goes out to her. She grieved for a year when that happened. And they had a little bit at work, but it was just not enough. You know, and she's back at work now and everything like that. The second story I want to tell you guys is this. So a lot of people I hear people say all the time, I'm, I'm going to leave a legacy for my kids. I'm going to leave a legacy for my kids. And they have no life insurance. Well, I have a family, a client, um, their family, they go and they get million-dollar policies on every single person. And so when anybody dies, a million dollars just goes right back into the family. They do it like clockwork. Such and such had a baby. If somebody dies... They do take the lump sum of money, drop it and get, they do what's called single premium um, whole life policies where you just pay one time and they put million dollar policies on every person so that when somebody passes away, a million dollars stays right into the family. They have land out here in Covington, Georgia. Um, so those of you who don't know, that's like on the east side of Atlanta, if you go east. And they keep the land. They don't sell the land. Like in the biblical days, they pass the land on from generation to generation. And that's what they do. And so they're like, such and such is pregnant. And we're going to, we got to get ready to get a policy on that baby. And they keep it going. That's how you build legacy. Life insurance is, when you're building it in that way, that's how you build legacy. So I'm telling you, skip the lunch with your coworkers. Get the money 
figure out how you can, if you need the budget spreadsheet, you guys know to email me or contact me. I'll give you the budget spreadsheet. Those of you also, you know, you can get my journal. It, get your finances in order so that you can um, help budget and make it so that you can afford to get the uh, protection in place that your family needs. So we're a little long today. It's almost been 30 minutes. But I love you guys. This is such an important topic. We have to continue to have this conversation. I'm not going to stop having the conversation with you. Um, and that's just the bottom line, right? Somebody's got to tell you. So as before we end today, um, if you have any questions, you can contact me at my website. I am themultipreneur.com. You see it right there on the screen. Follow me on Instagram at Yaracel at I am the multipreneur. Follow me on uh, YouTube. Like and subscribe to the channel, y'all, at Yaracel the multipreneur. For those of you who are on Twitter, I am at Twitter at the multipreneur. Follow me on TikTok at Yaracel. And if you have any questions or if you have a topic you want us to talk about, just let me know. Feel free to email me at my Gmail account. I am the multipreneur at gmail.com. I will send you the budget spreadsheet if you want it. I'll send it to you really quickly. I'm trying to be really quick about that kind of thing. You won't have to wait days in order to get it. Um, and feel free to email me there. And I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for watching today. And have a wonderful rest of the week. Congratulations, by the way, to all of the class of 2022 graduates. My middle son, Gabriel, is graduating high school tomorrow. So we're really honored and grateful um, and excited for him as he begins his next chapter as a Georgia State University Panther. It ain't ETSU, you know what I'm saying? But he didn't want to go. So it's all good. I appreciate um, the fact that he's even going and getting this, getting a new a degree. So I'm all, I'm happy. I'm a happy mom. But I love you guys. And I hope you have guys have a wonderful, wonderful rest of the week. And I will talk to you soon. TikTok, thank you so much for all the likes and the loves and all of that. I appreciate it. Make sure y'all follow that channel if you like what you heard today. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye.